Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 385 of the Permanent Fence. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlo. Yeah, I'm here. And Jesus has risen. Matt here. Way wearing- to bring it down, Matt. <laughs> Way to bring it down. Matt here wearing his Wesley Crusher shirt. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but like I'm a Pontius pilot stan. Like that guy, like he knew what he was doing. He washed his hands of the entire affair. What a great dude. Well, you know, pilots got to get some education because they got to fly those planes. Yep. Not that kind of pilot, man. More no, like, like the pilot light for a stove. Ah, yes. No, he starts stoves. Okay. Yep. Or uh, a ship pilot. Um, a ship pilot. Yep. Everybody knows about ship pilots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like tugboat pilots or yep. pilots of the harbor. Yep. Pilots. Yep. They're they're the pilots. word pilot is very. Uh, you know, I, I, who's your favorite uh, pirate pilot? My favorite pirate pilot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve. You like Steve the Steve pirate the pirate pilot. pilot? Yeah, I'm more of a Paul guy myself. I was gonna say the P's really work for him. I I can't say that many Paul P's in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Carlos, uh, you were telling me something about our black belt patrons, specifically our black belt patrons: Andy Thompson, Bjorn Morrison, Half and Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, so they're trying to dig a hole. Um, just like trying to see how, because like you know, like you you ever as a kid like thought like to yourself, how deep can I dig a hole? Well, it turns out that as an adult, sometimes you get that thought too, and they all had this thought, so they're digging down. Uh, right now, they're about a. Uh, <laughs> this isn't even Easter themed. No, it's not. Why would you? Why would it be Easter themed? <laughs> this is like this isn't a thing they're doing today. This is it's taking them time and devotion. It is Easter theme. A full five days of focus to do this. And they're they're down actually uh, 50 feet. You should have said three days. I know, right? No, like, no. I, I, <laughs> I said it had nothing to do with Easter. <laughs> he said something about devotion and time and three days and how they rose no, out of the hole after days. the third day. <laughs> five days to get 50 feet down. That doesn't seem like very many feet for five people. It's 10 feet a day. That's a lot of dirt you got. It's not easy to go down. Wait, hang on. How wide is the hole? Well, as you know, like to when you're, you, ha- you kind of have to start out wider and then slowly get thinner as and it's, and like it slowly will get bigger. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on that too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, at the top, it's, uh, they got like a 10 feet around, but like when it gets uh, right now, 50 feet down, uh, it's not t- like a, a 10 foot radius. I'm sorry. Not, not diameter. But like down lower, like they're down to only a, um, a fifty feet. They got a three foot diameter, or, or not radius, three foot radius, six foot diameter hole. It's, it's like, and it's gonna it's gonna get slightly wider because they gotta they gotta make room because they gotta be able to go up and down. It's a lot of work, and they're taking and they got all that dirt. Also, they gotta cart out of the way because it turns out that you gotta get that dirt up to fifty feet. What's uh? What's 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 I mean, a bucket? What's the, I have so many questions. Like, why? Yeah. Because why not? Okay, that one I understand. Um, How long? It's been five days. No, no, are they going to keep going? Well, you know, probably until the next uh, episode of Department of Defense when we talk about what they've been up to. Okay, so they're just going to dig for a week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe they'll make it to China. Or maybe there'll be something else that they'll be on their plate. All right. Well, if you'd like to help them dig a hole, head over to patreon.com slash blindnessstudios and become a patron today and we'll let you know where the hole is. And speaking about digging holes, we got to get on with the rest of this episode. I was gonna ask, was that Cards Against Humanity where it was like just kept digging? Up? Yeah, they just they kept digging and until they, the money ran out, yep. and it took way too long. <laughs> and they used a backhoe; they weren't even they they weren't using shovels. <clears throat> wow! Alrighty, uh, Carlos, yeah, what have you been up to this week? Uh, not up to a whole lot. Been playing the new Borderlands a little bit. Uh, just started playing on the PS5, uh, the PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima. Like that game looks amazing, and uh, hopping back and forth between the uh, the regular amazing, beautiful looking colored environment and the Kurosaka mode, where it's uh, hmm. the old like all black and white, and like the sounds got the the old tinge to it. 
So like and like has it's like kind of tinny and it has like the, and it has like the the film thing over it with like the yeah the, it's, it's all the film cigarette green. burns and stuff right. Uh, it's not quite at like cigarette burns, but yeah, it's it's got like similar like film effects going on. Hmm. And that's that's fun to play in. Like I don't keep it in there because like the environments are amazing in the game. But yeah, it's um so I'm you just switch over that. for the boss battles, make it more cinematic. Sometimes, or like if it's a flashback to the past, I automatically is like, well, this is going to be in the Kurosaka <laughs> mode. Carlos, I have a question. All right, are your memories in um, sepia tone? No. Okay, I'm just curious. I, I was I was curious if you put like an internal like memory filter on, so all of your past oh, memories are in sepia me, tone. Uh, Hulk Ultimate Destruction back in the day was a game that let you change that also do film grain and sepia tone and stuff like that. That's a weird choice for that game. Yeah, uh, but that was one of the best Hulk, Hulk probably the best Hulk game ever released. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, but that's uh, about all I've been up to. All right. You know, the, although there was a something, but we'll, we'll, we'll watch no, we last can, night. We, we, we can talk, talk about, about that. that right now because we, talk about, we should maybe talk, let Matt talk for. Oh, Matt was there with I us. I was there too. Yeah. We, we, we'll, we'll talk about what we did with our week and then we can talk about that. About the most amazing film that's ever been created <laughs> and ever will be created and like it can never be topped. Yeah. All right. Oh, Matt. you're talking about everything everywhere at all at once because I saw that movie and it was really uh, fucking good. We were talking about the better. Movie. I know that. I know. But I'm just saying. I, I heard. I heard one. really good things. Well, about tell that. us I about really this other movie. It. This other one uh, is is equally as uh, flipping amazing as the one we just saw. Uh, so that that'd be definitely my highlight of the week is going to see that uh, Michelle Yao, uh, basically her and her family. Uh, I don't even know how to describe the movie. They're like in financial ruin, and it's uh, like a multiverse film, right? Yeah. Then Jamie Lee Curtis is their auditor person, and they let her have one more week, and then it turns out, wait a minute, her husband's coming from the future multi universe to help figure out why the world's gonna end, <laughs> and it's one of the coolest fucking things. There's hot dog fingers in it. Uh, there's butt plugs. You in had it. me at hot dog fingers. And butt plugs. Yep. Uh huh. It's pretty wild. I can't. It's it's too hard to describe. It's it's just a really cool fucking movie. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about it. And yet you tear up at the end. It turns out to just be this great like family drama type of thing too. There's so many layers: comedy, action, drama. Yep, it's great. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, just worked. Uh, finally watched that uh, Adam Project today with my mom. I liked it a lot. Had a lot of good heart. It's a, it's a really good like Ryan Reynolds piece. You know? It's definitely not one you want to dissect into too much about no. uh, the the futures and pasts and everything. But it, it's a really cool idea for a film, and it's really cute, really really cute. And fucking Ryan Reynolds and st- his one liners throughout the whole goddamn thing are so fucking good. Uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, a lot of, you know, some some stuff happened this week. Uh, let's see. Oh uh, yeah, going, yeah, Going through. Uh, my uh, my good friend uh, Eric Wood uh, moved uh, from Delano to Somerset on uh, Friday. They wow. like, they they did the closing and moved in, and it's all very exciting. So we went out, uh, hit up Oliphant, um, and then checked out a. Or we needed food. Uh, the only place that was still serving was a place called Rendezvous. Um, Is it a strip club food joint? <laughs> no, it was like it's it's like a pool hall. Okay, um, that has like really solid pizza, and I got like two large pizzas and a round of beers for like forty bucks. So wow. I was like, this is fantastic. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> we went there. We played. We played a bunch of pool. Like we played some darts. Um, the only thing I didn't like about the pizza is like they did the square cut, but like the pieces were about the size of a silver dollar. Oh yeah, uh, and it's like, why, why are you so tight? Like, 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 all right. Yeah, I'm not a square cut person. I, I I I am a triangle cut person. Like, but we really only have square cut in town, which kind of yeah. sucks. You say that, yeah. You can like, probably ask him to cut them and try. You can, but like that's another thing I have to ask. Like and, a lot of it though has to do with the style of pizza too. Yeah. Like the, no, the I mean it like, would be fine as triangle. You could eat Steve's as a triangle pizza. It'd be like this, but it'd be a floppy <laughs> triangle, but it'd still be fine. Like I don't know. Um, so yeah, I did that. Uh, and then on the way home, I hit a deer and it kind of changed my entire weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, smacked the deer real good. Um, <coughs> everybody's fine. I need to, cause I didn't preempt that, uh, on the homebrew bound one about halfway through the episode, people in the live chat were like, is everybody okay? Like, <laughs> it's like, shit, I should have said that right away. It's a Wisconsin thing. Yeah, it yep. happens. Uh, yeah, hit a deer real good. Uh, no airbags went off or anything, That's which was nice. good. I was going about 70. And all of a sudden there was deer, and I was like, well, I guess I'm hitting this It's a now. weird hour for the deer, too. Normally it's yeah, like it dusk about, and dawn. Yeah, yeah. It was about 1 a.m. Yeah. But it was a, a full moon. 
Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden deer uh, smash that up. We'll see if the car is totaled. Odds are yes. Um, because it's a 2013 Corolla. Yeah, and that would cost a lot to fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Uh, so been looking at new cars. Um, no airbags went off, like which was good. And then I got pulled over on the way home, about six blocks from home, which was super great. They they wanted to let me know that I had a headlight out. And I was like, yeah, I just hit a deer. <laughs> but, sir, you can't drive like this. But I just hit a deer, and I'm but trying to get home. But you don't understand, sir. You can't, you can't drive your car like this. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I, like, and, like, the, the, the radiator's messed up. And so, like, I'm, I'm watching. I'm just watching the heat level, and, like, it's wavering a little bit. And I'm like... I, so I shut the car off, and then uh, she comes back, and she's like, did your car just die? I'm like, no, I shut it off because it was going to overheat because this is nonsense. <laughs> um, like, six blocks. Six blocks to my house. And finally, she just let me go. But it was like, oh, my God. Because at this point, um, I hit the deer about one-ish, and this is about one thirty, one thirty-five 135, because, like, I pulled over on Glover and, like, took a look and was just said a bunch of um, – Super Easter friendly words, and uh, well, then also like, for, like, so you want me to just leave the car here on Main Street? Yeah, and make me pay for a tow job just to go six block? It's, yeah, I'm not gonna do yeah, that. It's yeah, yep, yeah, and then like, and, and it made it from. Uh, I took the back roads, Glover, like to. And I dropped Sierra off, yep. and then took second over down, and like, yeah, it was. I was like, I was so close to home. And honestly, the furthest thing from my mind was, like, getting pulled over. <laughs> There's so many out headlights in this town. Like, I mean, yeah, like, you could still see the glass and the broken light bulb hanging out of mine, but... <laughs> like I said, that guy can drive around town with just some uh, pieces of wood tied up as his bumper. Yep. Like, but his headlights work, so... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so did that. Uh, then yesterday we went and saw uh, what... Uh, is probably the greatest movie that has ever been made and ever will be made, and uh, we can just stop making movies now because <laughs> we be sad though. We have the best the one. I know, I know. <laughs> so um, we saw we saw um, the unbearable weight of massive talent, uh, starring the one and only Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage and uh, Pedro Pascal playing Javier, and oh my god. I don't know about you guys, but I had just a shit-eating grin on my face the entire time I was it watching was that movie. A lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know the last time I've had so much fun at the theater. And like, everybody, you could the tell closest, everybody in the theater was the closest would be the time we did the movie, the saw the mummy in theaters. Oh yeah, for yeah, the special. yeah. Oh yeah, that's yep. the closest. Yeah, and this was this even topped that. Yeah, <laughs> like this was just an all around fun time. Like Nicolas Cage doing his uh, what is it, whatever his style of acting. I draw a blank. I, I uh, something sh uh, a nouveau shamnastic. Shamnastic nouveau. Yeah. Yeah. And his his uh, where it's like uh, but like it's him playing himself doing this, and like there is some crazy stuff. Like he does a. The best use of de-aging ever used in a film. <laughs> <laughs> to have Nick Cage make out with Nick Cage. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the young Nick Cage is like, Nick Cage is one hell of a kisser. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick Cage is like, I'll have another. <laughs> when I went out last night, I couldn't stop telling people how amazing. Like, God, you got to go see it. It's. I mean, it, it, they're honestly like there. There really aren't words to describe how great the film is. Even if you're not a Nick Cage fan, which I don't think is I mean, a person that exists. If you saw a handful of Nicolas Cage movies in the '90s, like or in the 2000s, you have to see it. Yeah. And like, if you've been following like his a lot more recent, uh, uh, more. Uh, uh, maybe not indie. His uh, his when he's been doing all genre films lately, like that also will make. You I want to honestly, watch it. I don't even know how big of a Nick Cage fan you have to be to see this. I film. think to know that there's Nick Cage and to have at least seen clips from his movies because like everybody's gonna have seen clips from. Like, yeah, his you can't you can't escape Nick Cage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was I was sold from the opening two minutes. Like, it doesn't spoil anything. It's the the movie opens up with a scene from Con Air, and then a girl gets kidnapped. Like, yeah. I'm sold. After she <laughs> says, I love Nick Cage, yeah. she gets kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I think I do think uh, Pedro Pascal did did kind of make the whole movie, though. He was kind of the heart for it. He, I think. he was absolutely the heart. There was, well, there and there was just, he... The chemistry was great. The yeah. chemistry was great. Everybody did such a... 
like an earnest job, I think is the right word to do it. Like yeah. everybody in there was like, they just believed it. A hundred percent sold on the movie. <laughs> they were all using uh, the nouveau gymnastic uh, acting technique, and it you could tell, and it was beautiful. Like, well, they were all just matching cage energy. <laughs> oh, the LSD scene is the best, though. Oh God, when when like they have that like I knew something was gonna happen like with the wall, and but when they're like doing that heartfelt thing, and then Nick like falls over the other side <laughs> and, and is doing the thing. It just pops up. <laughs> 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 or, or like when he makes Nick Cage drive while on LSD because of Gone in 60 <laughs> Seconds. Just <laughs> <laughs> And not even worried. What was, it was something he was, looked like he was so worried about his car, but it ended up being something with the script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the shoes. The shoes made the movie. Too. Oh God, it was such. The, there was a. You, so you guys, much you guys stuff. just need like we're, we could just sit here and talk about our favorite parts, um, which would just be like a, any other film cast that you've ever listened to. Uh, but we're not going to do that because this is not a film cast. But comes we, out Friday, guys. Comes out Friday. Uh, oh, it comes out. Yeah, this saw. was an advanced screening. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah. We saw before. Oh my God! I didn't know it was an advanced yeah, it screening. Comes out Friday. <laughs> I didn't either. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah. God damn it! I love Nick. That Cage. would explain why <laughs> Nick there were fucking not Cage. many reviews of this film. Yep, yep, yep. Literally, yeah. Not, not, not released. AV Club uh, had put theirs out. Hmm? AV Club had put theirs out. <laughs> so yeah, but like they're uh, they're technically media, but like oh, yeah, a yeah. lot of like the YouTube people. Like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. They don't usually get advanced screens. Yeah, I think or there's stuff a like couple showings at like the the Marcus and a couple here and a couple at AMC, but otherwise that was yeah. Uh, if if you are looking for a film to see and you don't want to see the next Harry Potter film, uh, go see this one. Mm-hmm. Because and and in fact, even if you want to go see the next Harry Potter film, go see this one instead. Because and also, if you want your mind blown, go see everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, you can, you can I really support want to those independent films. You can watch both. They can. You should like you should see everything all at once because I have to still see that. Yeah, yeah. If, if I ever get a car again, I'm gonna go see that. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that was a fucking great movie. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Let's see. Uh, and then today, I rode my bicycle to go get groceries. Hey. So that was my day. Yeah. It was cold. Yeah, the sun was out nice and early, but yeah. It was, it, like, I was like, oh, it's supposed to be, like, 45 today. Perfect. It's, uh, and I'm like, hey, hey, um, the uh, disembodied voice that lives in my house, what, uh, what's the temperature like? Oh, well, right now it is 25 degrees. <laughs> it will be 45, but, Ed, but it feels like 16. Yeah, when I was walking to get my car, like, 9, 30, 10 a.m., it, it was actually nice outside when the sun yep. was beating down on me. Yeah, yeah, it was about an hour after I went to go get groceries. Because I was like, well, I'm up. I should go do the thing. And then I went to sleep and I woke up and it was gloomy and gross out. Yeah. Sad. Woo! Well. Is it this time? Not yet. Okay. Because we've been talking about some great movies. Well, let's talk we about another talk movie. About, oh, more movies. I got to find the right button. Hang on one second. The next quarter. <laughs> That's right. It's the show within the show where we talk about the Fast and the Furious movies franchise. Quarter Darn movie right. at a time. Quarter movie at a time. And the first segment within the segment is Plot in 60 Seconds, where Carlos is going to describe the entire plot so far in 60 seconds or less. That's right. He's going to talk about not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but five and three quarters films in under <laughs> 60 seconds. So tell, let me know when you're ready and I'll count you down. All right, count me down. Three, two, one, go. Tuna eating Brian, Max on Dom's sister, and fails to beat Dom in a race, losing his car but gaining Dom's respect. But undercover Brian is hunting his crew of TV VCR combo thieves. Bad cop Brian blows his cover and lets Dom get away in his car. Now, badgeless Brian is brought back in to take on drug trafficker Ferone in Miami with the help of always hungry Roman. They catch Ferone by crashing a car into a boat and leave without empty pockets. Now for someone different. Shitty driver Sean crashes burns in Spanish to Japan, learning the ancient art of drifting from Han. Han dies. Sean wants a drifting showdown and gets the girl. Another time, another place. Dom, Letty, and 
Han do a heist, but then step away. Dom runs off. Letty dies. Bad cop again, Brian and Dom team up. Fennec is smashed and Brogdon goes down and Dom gets jailbroken. Now Dom, Brian, and Mia are laying low in Brazil and take part in a train robbery with Dom only to be betrayed. With Agent Hobbs on their trail, the only way out is with a big heist. Vince dies. They steal the vault. Hobbs takes revenge. Later, Dom finds out Letty lives, puts the crew together for a in return for pardons for taking down Owen Shaw. Amnesic Letty shoots Dom. Dom tries to connect with Letty and then Owen steals a tank with a microchip. Owen gets captured but gets Mia. There you go. Wow, Les. I didn't think he was going to make it when I heard Too Fast, Too Furious in there. I was like, what? right? Or no, the Tokyo Drift. Was that yeah, 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 yeah. Good job. Yeah. Damn, that was good. That was really good. Um, and then I have... He has also a very hard part. Uh, yeah, so uh, the next segment is 10 Second Car, where I'm going to describe the quarter of the film that we uh, that we just watched in 10 words or less. Uh, oh, or less. Well, no, 10 words. Okay. Not, it's just 10 words. <laughs> exactly 10 words. Sorry. Yeah. I was on the or less because of the 60 seconds or less, and then, yep. <clears throat> Would you like to count them? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. All right. Are you ready for this? <sighs> Family jumps car to car to tank. Physics don't matter. Yeah, that's accurate. That is what we saw. <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about this quarter because um, not only is this a, a just a ride of a quarter, but we also uh, played this scenario in the Fast and Furious board game. And we lost. We did. <laughs> we were unable to stop the tank. But like, uh, so we're, we picked up is like... So this quarter of the movie has like had like a great starting and ending point. Like we're like yeah. cut. So we picked up right as Letty and Dom were gonna start a race. Apparently like apparently Letty was gonna race for his car, uh, but when she loses yeah. the race, uh, so yeah, so Letty right now owes owes Dom a car. Like <laughs> we nerdy guy in the first film got shot for this exact same thing. Yeah. So uh, Letty has to die now, I think. I guess. Uh, and like Letty loses because she used her NOS too early. A callback that everybody remembers to Brian always using his NOS too early. Yep. <laughs> Brian, he's a, he's a little quick on the trigger finger. That's why he has a baby now. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's see. Uh, like then Dom and Letty are try- like Dom's trying to tell Letty about like the past and like how he was. Yeah. Like, and they have this off, like they have this like showing off weird, weird like um Awkward on Vin Diesel part, sexy on uh, Michelle Rodriguez's parts, like thing where they're pointing at each other's scar or yeah. pointing at scars, and I, I, I mean, like Vin Diesel just can't be sexy. <laughs> like he's just he just he can't pull that off. He's a little he's a little goofy. Yeah, looking like, too. He can't, well, he just he, he can't pull off that that suave that suave like sultry thing. Like he just he just can't do it. Yeah. And he can't do the smoldering thing either. It's just... Boy can't smolder. He can't. <laughs> Cannot. No, Rock. He, he can smolder. Yeah. All he has is smolder. His goatee, even his goatee can smolder. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it'll smolder so much that it'll just fall off his face. Yeah, one smoke. can hope. <laughs> uh, so let's see. So they show off the scars. Uh, Owen Shaw wants uh, Letty to choose him over Dom. And like Letty leaves the... the uh, yeah, but Shaw also doesn't know anything about her scars. And everybody knows that all a girl cares about is if you know the story behind all her scars. Yeah, and, like, Letty seems to be, like, uh, yeah, she's on Shaw's side and, like, leaves her because uh, she, she got the uh, necklace yeah. back. Well, so they do go out of their way. So up to this point, Shaw is, like, he's very close to, like, Dom in, like, you know, it's just a crime thing. Like, it... There, Shaw is not necessarily like a bad dude. The only difference is that Shaw's approach to the crew is that like they're all replaceable. They're not yeah, family. yeah, they're not family, but that's that's the only difference, right? And like we get we get a an explicit scene where Shaw comes up, and they really like after after the Letty uh, Dom scene. It seems like the film, like it seems like the writers were like, shit, we have to give Letty a really good reason to not be with Shaw, and now and then like Shaw like completely turns into just like the biggest douche nozzle (laughs) because like there's the, there's the meeting between Shaw and Dom Mm -hmm. where uh, it's all about code and my code is precision. Everybody, you just keep replacing parts in the team until the job's done. Family's going to get you killed. And then the whole like tank thing where Shaw just starts murdering civilians he because it seems like fun. So many people he killed. Just, yeah. And then, and so Letty's like, ah, oh, can't be with the one that's killing everyone. Well, I mean, 
Not right away. No, no, no. It, 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 it took. It, there, there was a threshold. The, the threshold. What? What? Her life was in danger. Yeah, <laughs> that was the threshold. Uh, so yeah, but we find out that Shaw is in Spain, and then like, and the, so like, they're eight hours away apparently from where they were, which is also crazy. like, hang because they were in Germany, right? No, they were in London. Oh, so they were in London, and they had to get eight hours to Spain. And I, I don't. And like, London to Madrid flights are two hours. Yeah, so uh, wasn't an eight-hour lead. Maybe Dom also doesn't know geography. I th- he probably knows geography. Like, uh, well, I mean, so if they were in southern Spain, so let's like do like London to Portugal. I bet that's three hours. Uh, yep, yep, two hours and about three hours. Um, to uh, yeah, so let's let's say about three-hour flight time, and then like to take the tube. Uh, from central London, which is where they were, out to Heathrow. That's a 45-minute tube ride. So, I mean, and then they still had to pack. So I guess, yeah, maybe eight hours, like, isn't, isn't unless the were, worst. Well, unless they were already packed and ready to go. Well, also, like, I don't think they're taking commercial flights. No, they they probably got a private flight or something. But it's, it was some kind of military flight. Um, it's like, so maybe they had to take the train out of London. I don't know. Uh, I don't actually think it was that, yeah, no because it had to be a U.S. flight, right? And I think the only U.S. airbase in uh, in England is uh, where my brother was working. Um, you don't think they had like a private flight? They just charged? no, no, because it uh, it was a U.S. cargo plane because they put all their cars on it, and it and Hobbs did it. So <laughs> and it, it wasn't any kind of like joint operation, which I still don't understand how any of this is legal. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can just hop borders just fine. Right. So they, they had to go up to um, uh, up, up near Cambridge. And uh, I don't know, man. This just doesn't seem like it's a great plan. So, yeah. So it turns out. So they catch one of uh, Shah's men. But turns out this is really all part of the plan because Shah is going to be hitting the convoy. And Hobbs was too dumb to see that coming, apparently. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. So uh, the the fast crew has got all their. They put a line across the, the traffic to try to take out the vehicle, and they do. They take out. No, the car, they did not do the line. The tr- oh, 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 that was that was the bad guys. That, that was did Shaz the line. That did yeah. That. Why? They had a truck. No, they the. I, I thought the fast crew did that. No, all right. no, the uh, the the Shaw's crew did that to take out the truck. Or no, maybe. Hang on. They were they, are, they were in the tank, and the plan was to drive the tank down the road. So it doesn't make any sense for the fast was crew. Was that the plan? Because I, I thought, like, once they had the convoy, I thought you would want to be as sneaky as possible, not drive a literal tank down the road. Then why would they get in the tank and start it up and like, have it ready to bust out of the, the semi? Because <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> I, none, of this, none of this makes any sense. We're just going <laughs> to... Maybe it was the fast crew. I... I don't think it was the fast car. I don't think they were in front of them. I think they came up from behind. Well, they're also they're also ahead though on the bridge. Remember? Yeah. God damn it. Uh, there's, there's no way to know. There's no. There way really to is know. no way to know. No way to know. Um, but then uh, they all. Yeah, mo- but, most of them jump out of their car onto other vehicles. So, like, as that truck packs, though, like, the trunk, they find out there's a tank there because the tank bursts through and then it just keeps going. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and then we get uh, Shaw, Nameless Henchman Number 1, and Letty are uh, just booking it um, down, the, uh, down, down the road, and it's... Yeah, it's it's one of the it's it's another just amazing uh, Fast and Furious set piece. Uh, this movie has a few of them uh, like and we haven't even hit like the big final set piece of the film yet because um, I don't know if you've realized this, but they just keep mounting and mounting and mounting until there's the final. So one. I don't know how they can top what we just saw, though, for that tank chase, because like the tank's destroying Everything. Well, I'm really excited for you to see um, but the gotta, world's longest runway next. Because they got to, because they got to, <laughs> they got to bring back those like F1 cars that are armored and bulletproof. Yep. Because if they don't, that would be such a giant waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, uh, <laughs> so the tank is going down, destroying stuff. Uh, Hungry Roman's got his uh, his car gets stuck in front of it and like uh, tries to dodge tank fire. Success seeds, but his car is slowly getting ground up by the you ground up by the tank. So he chain he takes uh, some like uh, fucking strong rope, gets that wrapped around the barrel. That's of the not tank. rope. It's it's, it's, it's the cabling. Cabling. It's that. the super fancy cabling that they that they invented. That Tej invented. 
And so, like, he cables Scar to the tank uh, turret and then jumps off onto And Dom's like, that'd make a good anchor. Or did Brian say that? It was Dom. Dom said that. And, like, everybody was already on that plan. But he's like, I need to feel included. And so, like, Brian is, with Roman now in his passenger seat, is trying to knock that car over the bridge. And then it finally does. Yeah. And we get the most physics-defying part of the chase. And there was a lot of them. There was a lot of, like, there's a lot of jumping cars. Apparently, wind doesn't exist um, on these vehicles. But Letty is told to go out to get the cable. You get the cable off of the tank. Right, but then, but that's really Shaw's not playing on that. He was trying to kill Letty just to make Dom unhappy. Yep, and so he's going to do both. He's going to shoot Dom with the tank and kill Letty at the same time. It's going to be the best plan. Well, Dom has a better plan. He gets out of his car and flings him and uses From, it like a catapult. He's on the a different bridge. He's there a, are two bridges. There are two bridges parallel. Parallel. Mm-hmm. Letty's on one side on the tank turret. And she gets thrown. Dom slingshots himself from one bridge, catches Letty. Using his crashing car as the slingshot. Landing back on that bridge that has the tank. And they've softened their impact by hitting a car. Yeah, yeah. so midair, midair. Like, so Letty's flying, Dom's flying. Um, Dom, because this this is how uh, inertia works, too. Like, so uh, Dom catches Letty. Um, maintains all of his momentum, doesn't lose any, completely changes her direction, and then they land on a nice, soft windshield. Oh, um, yeah. uh, like it gets referenced later, like like a. Did you know that the? Did Did you know that the car was gonna break our fall? Uh, sometimes you just need to have some faith. <laughs> <laughs> just. Fucking dumb. Also, uh, one of the, the fun parts is when they sh- shoot a bridge, and then the bridge collapses, and then Brian just ramps his car off the wreckage of the bridge. Yep. Ah, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, then it turns out that Shaw had already planned for all of this to happen. Everything's and folding failed. out exactly how he wanted it to go, because now he has Mia in custody. Yeah, because like his crew may be captured, but he's got Mia captured. Yeah, I think his plan was to get his crew captured. He just caused just so many people. To so, die. like, so so far, uh, Shaw's Shaw's plan is heist a bunch in London, get Hobbs' attention, then have the family come and like let them get close enough to stopping you that they don't, but like they're close. And it's ridiculous because like Shaw's like captured on the same base where the chip is that he wants to get. Yep. And they're, the chip is in the open, like where, where we leave off. It's it's right in front of them because they're talking about. Also, it. can we can we talk about the uh, the rock line um, when somebody mentions like, oh, so crazy that all like or uh, or like I think it was like the the general or whatever said, why would they want this three ounce chip uh, computer chip when they had a seventy ton tank? <laughs> and the rock is like, this three ounce chip uh, is uh, could cause more damage than a thousand seventy ton tanks. Why is this a line? <laughs> like, first of all, the general should know. You really should know. You should absolutely know. Like, it's, it's on his base. It's like, he's 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 the one in charge of securing it. And then, like, why 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 are we comparing weights? And you, like, you know what? You know it also weighs more than a computer chip. A whale. And, like, they had a tank, and, like, the general thinks the tank's a big thing. Like, people can, you can buy a tank. You can buy an elephant, too. Also weighs more than a computer. Does that mean it's more powerful than a computer? It must mean that. <laughs> you know what else is heavier? No, that's that what horsepower is. That's the weight of horses. That's how many horses. You know what else weighs more than three ounces? What? A brick. Is a brick more powerful than the computer? You know, I think it is. Yeah, you can break the computer. And you know what else weighs more than three ounces? Some boots. Is a boot more powerful than the computer? This general's plan, like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Is this more than three ounces? Yeah, that, that bunny. <laughs> it better be more than three ounces. It cost me ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they don't have the ounces on it. Oh, wait, seven. Yeah. Seven ounces. Yeah, that bunny, more powerful than a computer. So, yeah, we got another quarter of the movie to go for Fast and Furious yeah. 6. So, uh... So, uh yeah, so how how's this stacking up? Like we're three quarters in. Um, 
How's this stacking up for you? I mean, the plot's nonsense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But, but the, that was a fun chase. That like there's a fun that race into the, and a fun the chase. past threes. It's like the <laughs> plots do just keep getting more nonsensical. And nonsensical. The, plots, the plots just start to not matter. They're an excuse. Yep. yep. <laughs> there's another excuse to throw millions of dollars at a movie that will make billions yep. somehow. Yep. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess we have the next thing to do, which is this one. Hey. That's not right. We have well, a beer to taste. Well, we can drink the milk, cho- milk stout <laughs> with the milk chocolate. <laughs> it's up to you. No, let's do the beer. Let's do the beer. The dog didn't like your yeah. segue. So I text. I, so my parents are in Arizona right now. Oh, nice. And uh, so I texted them or I texted my dad. I'm like, hey, like, when are you back? Because he wanted to come and, like, take a look at the car, right? Uh, he's like, oh, hey, when do you fly back? At three. <laughs> then, like, I'm like, oh, cool, like, awesome. And then, like, 20 minutes later, he sent, like, a, like tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, guess, I was wondering where that was going to yep, go. Yep, I guess uh, he's like... We're, last day vacation, we got too many margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, so this is uh, Inky Shorthorn uh, from 12 West, West Brewing Company out of uh, Mesa, Arizona. Uh, this is an 8% uh, milk stout. I don't really have much other to say, much else to say about it except that uh, Gordon... Uh, dropped this off. He uh, got it from somebody at um, at a party, and yeah. Is there anything like maybe it's my glass? Like I like I was smelling for a second there, like markers. I can see that. I can see a little bit of like um, like the 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 smelly markers. Yeah, like just like a like as a kid, like like having markers, and that's just what it smells like. Just like a one oh. of those cheap ass markers. I don't get that. I get more like I mean, there's it was like that, a, just that first scent. Like it's okay. a, like uh, I wasn't sure if that was my glass or something. Whoa! All right, Carlos, what do you taste? So this is just supposed to be a regular milk stout. Nah, it just says in a milk stout. That's the inky shorthorn. Like what? So is, do we know what the inky means? Uh yeah, it, it it's just the name of the thing. Oh, just I like think it's a, a type cow of cow. Yeah, so like the cows got spots and they're just inky spots. I guess. I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Like, there's something with the smell that's throwing me off. Like, maybe it's like a, maybe it's something else, a different off flavor or off scent I'm getting that is like mixing with the, um, the fl- the beer just to give it that kind of marker smell. But I, I get I'm still getting that a little bit of that. It's a little solventy. Yeah. Um, my nose, is, like I, my allergies hit me really fucking hard this week, so my nose isn't quite at a hundred percent. But uh, Matt, what do you think? Uh, it, I don't really get the marker smell that much, uh, but I, I actually like it a lot. I'm, I'm pleased. I, I get like just massive chocolate milk. Yeah, I like it a lot. Like. And yeah, so there, there's um, there's a little bit of alcohol on the nose, mm-hmm. like that little solventy like alcohol uh, aroma. But flavor wise, I'm not picking it up in the flavor at all. Again, everything's kind of muted right now. But holy cow, is this just straight chocolate milk? Yeah, it is very chocolatey. It's a very chocolatey uh, milk stout. Uh, Carlos, give me a number. You know, the smell is just throwing it for me. Like the the flavor wise, it's good, but like that, like every once in a while, when I'm taking a sip of it, and it's just uh, that scent is just singing me. It's like, a, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a five and a half. All right, uh, I'm going for eight. I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it an eight. Like it's it's really good. Like it's it's straight chocolate milk. I like it. I'm not getting the same marker thing again. A little plugged up. So uh, take that with with what you say, but. I like I'm gonna it. try their passion fruit orange guava sour, kettle sour. That's too many words. I'm tired hearing about it. <laughs> now we can do the news for real. And now the Department of Defense presents news with Casey. Just kidding. No, I'm not. We're gonna do the news now. 
a kindergarten class in Michigan accidentally consumed tequila during snack time. Uh, one of the kids brought a bottle of ready-to-drink Jose Cuervo margaritas to Grand River Academy uh, Livonia uh, in her backpack, according to the news outlet. Uh, several students drank it. One kindergartner felt woozy and a little dizzy after having four or five sips from a Dixie cup. The kindergartners who drank uh, the margaritas told their parents they thought it was just juice, but the kindergartner who initially brought the drink in knew it was alcoholic. The girl poured it in her cup and she drank it, and the girl ended up telling her what it is, uh, and she went and told the teacher there is liquor in this cup, and the teacher gave her a funny face. Uh, Dominic Xanders, a mother of one of the kinder- kindergartners, said. In a statement, the school said faculty called poison control when they learned the children had been drinking margaritas. Uh, while we were trying to keep an eye on everything, uh, while we try to keep an eye on everything our students bring to school, it's simply not possible, the school said in its statement. Uh, It's unfortunate that these types of adult beverages can easily be mistaken for child-friendly drinks. I'm not sure if they are short-staffed or whatever, but it shouldn't have happened, Xanders said. The school said parents were notified immediately and told that their kids were okay. Outraged parents are blaming the child's own parents. If your child knows what it is, nothing wrong with it, but they should know not to touch it, Alexis Smith said. But the problem is, like, when a kid's that young, they don't always listen to what they're told. That's, yeah, that's the reason why when you have a gun and a kid in the same house, you make sure that's in a fucking safe. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know, like, I'm sorry, like kids aren't going to mis- mistake a margarita for juice. Unless it's uh, that Jose Cuervo pre-mix stuff. It is the Jose Cuervo pre-mix. Yeah, like, that tastes like juice. Does it? Okay, I haven't yeah. had that. Yeah. You might get a little hint of tequila in there. but Okay. Yeah. And it's only like 16%. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, so these parents are fucking outraged, which I guess is understandable. But like, there's also like not much more that can be like, uh, like, uh, it's hard being a teacher for a bunch of little. <laughs> crazy well, and kids. like, you can't really blame the parents of the child. Yeah. Because like, the child probably fucking stole it. Yeah. The, the parents didn't give permission. Yeah. Like, so the kids should be punished for taking it, but like. It's also the same color as lemonade, too. <laughs> so yeah. it's a fun color. Yeah. Yeah. And like kids say shit all the time. So like the, the kid going up to the teacher and be like, oh, this is alcoholic. The teacher is like, yeah, OK. All right. Like, why would they? Yeah. They called poison control. They're everything's OK. <laughs> well, also, like, that's a weird thing to call. I guess that that covers all your. I, it covers their ass, I yeah. guess. Because, like, a bunch of kids drank a something that was alcoholic. And, like, also, no, who knows how much they drank and things like that. Yeah. So I'm guessing the kid didn't bring the 175 of premix. And it's Jose Cuervo, so, like, they also had to call poison c- control because it's that. Because didn't you say he poured it in something? In or? a Dixie cup. Yeah. And brought, so he might. No, 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 no. Brought, brought, like, the thing and then, like, poured it in Dixie cups for the friends. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, this kid, like, this kid brings the party. He yeah. does, obviously. Like. Kudos, kindergartner. Kudos. I knew that I needed a drink when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> Fucking pre-nap time, like some of that p- finger painting got just stressful. I think that teacher needs a bottle. <laughs> I, I'm guessing she probably took it. Oh, she had to have taken it. No, she found it "quote unquote" empty. Uh, all right, Yellowstone is celebrating its 150th birthday by offering an annual park pass that won't be valid for another 150 years. In exchange for a $1,500 donation, park supporters can snag a current annual parks pass and one of these inheritance passes, handing it down to their descendants for use in 2172. It's our way of celebrating 150 years of Yellowstone National Park and to help preserve the park for the next 150 years, Lisa Diekman, president and CEO of Yellowstone Forever, a nonprofit that supports fundraising for Yellowstone, uh, said. Bold of uh, them to assume that Yellowstone's not going to explode in the next 150 years. You know, like, you can't really, it's not a great marketing ploy to use that as the... uh, Thing. Uh, instead of looking back at the park's history, Yellowstone officials are using the 150th birthday of the park to focus on its future in hopes of creating a resilient park that will still be as beautiful in 150 years as it is today. Their hope is that the Inheritance Pass, a campaign created by advertising agency Hava Chicago, uh, could create an important legacy among families that are committed to conservation. Those who choose to invest in the Inheritance Pass will receive it as soon as August of this year. It will feature the name of the donor on the back. Yellowstone Forever says that the money it raises uh, through the campaign will go towards supporting uh, scientific studies, trail maintenance, and wildlife conservation, among other projects. 
It's hard to tell what the next 150 years could hold for Yellowstone. It's one of the nation's most popular national parks. Uh, Yellowstone regularly breaks its own annual visitation records, increasing uh, human impact and strain on the park's infrastructure. In 2021 alone, the park hosted nearly 5 million visitors, making it the 12th most visited park. Compared to 2015, that's nearly a 20% increase. Conversely, with gas prices soaring, the park may see fewer tourist dollars over the next near term. The Inheritance Pass could help uh, support the next chapter of the park by providing much-needed financial relief and resources to help tackle some of the park's most pressing challenges. Have you guys been to Yellowstone? Nope. Nope. All right. (laughs) I've been, I think, four times. Okay. Uh, but it's so probably you've been, been there enough times to cover all of us. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably been over ten years since I've been, since the last time I went. Um, incredible park. I though now looking at like the lines and stuff, it looks fucking miserable. Because yeah, yeah. um, even when I like back then, like Old Faithful was becoming uh, more like old whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just because, like, over time, geysers, yeah. like, they kind of die out, right? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, seeing geysers and stuff was super cool. Uh, rotten egg smell just everywhere throughout oh, the park. Yeah. Just because it's all, like, it's all sulfury. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the buffalo were get, starting to get aggressive, or I guess the bison were starting to get aggressive while we were there. And, like, I think they've just gotten worse. Like, get out of my fucking area. Well, it's, yeah, and, well, you have all these tourists who don't understand that um, it's not a theme park. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that these fuckers will kill you. Yep. And when you have a pissed-off cow the size of an SUV, <laughs> and then you aggravate it. And it has a kid or something, too, or a little calf. Yeah, oh, man, they are, they are dangerous. So yeah, like you know, I go to Yellowstone, check it out. Um, but also, like I don't know, it doesn't sound super. That's why fun. the closest I want to get to a bison is if it's a burger. Bison burger is pretty solid. It's kind of lean though. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with a lean burger. I want to go to Yosemite as well. Never been there either. I don't think I've been to Yosemite. Went to Arches. Arches was awesome. Um, a St. Petersburg woman uh, was arrested for domestic battery after she allegedly scratched her girlfriend in the face with the couple's cat. Uh, police said things escalated after Susan uh, Freudenthal, age 33, or 53, and her girlfriend got into an argument at a home in Largo. According to the report, uh, Freudenthal took their cat, held it up to her girlfriend's face, and swore on the animal's life that she was uh, not cheating. The animal was in distress and scratched the girlfriend. Um, the woman had ma- multiple lacerations on her face. According, uh, the police went down to the home and arrested uh, Freudenthal for domestic battery. Upon taking the defendant into custody, she said she was the true victim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, also like what? Oh, this uh, the coaster is missing a part of it. No, it's uh, it's more of a newly printed one, and uh, I just haven't put the cork on it. Got it. Here, here's that one. That one has the cork on it. If you want to play with that one. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I've never thought about using a cat as a weapon. No, and it was unintentional too. Like it was just like the, I swear on this cat's. Oh, life. I'm sorry if I ever pointed a cat at you, Carlos. It's intentional. Yeah, that's it's true. You should. I don't. You can't really point a cat unintentionally. Like you shouldn't like try to do that with a cat though. A cat's not going to be happy about that. They're not going to react well to being lifted up and shoved nearby somebody's face. I swear on this cat's life, you're not cheating on me. Well, alrighty then. Uh, a man was arrested in North Charleston after a road rage incident turned into a shooting on Thursday. Uh, Jeremy Langworth, age 22, was arrested after uh, allegedly shooting at a woman in a car um, near Ingleside Boulevard. North Charleston Police Department responded to the scene after receiving multiple calls, including one from the suspect about the shooting. When they arrived, Langworthy told officers um, he threw a Mountain Dew can at a vehicle after the driver uh, cut him off in traffic. He went on to say the victim uh, shot at him once he threw the bottle. (coughs) A witness to the incident conveyed to the police that Langworthy was the aggressor, uh, tailgating the victim uh, at the scene, throwing the soda can, and then shooting at her. A passenger in Langworthy's vehicle said he did not see anything as he had his headphones in and was listening to music. What? All right, then. That's, That's how you know you have a good friend. That, like, the person driving the car shot at somebody, and they're like, didn't hear shit? Wow. Um... 
Uh, when officers spoke to the victim, uh, she told them she pulled up next to the suspect to ask him what his problem was after he threw a Mountain Dew at her. Uh, Langworthy pointed a gun at her after the victim retrieved her own gun from the glove box. <laughs> <laughs> Langworthy Where shot at this her again? multiple times. Charleston. All right. Oh, is that the same place where the the, the tiki torch kids went? Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, the victim shot back one time because she was in fear for her life. When officers got uh, comments from the suspect, victim, and witness, they arrested Langworthy on suspicion of attempted murder. The woman was not hit by gunfire. Ah, uh, man, I, everybody kind of sucks here. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Like, first of all, like, uh, I don't know. I've been mad at people. I've never thrown something out of my window at another car, I don't think. You know, actually, I'm on the front side now because he just now sounds like he wanted <laughs> nothing to do with any of it. He's like, this all sucks, except he almost got shot because the driver was a dick. Well, but the girl shot one bullet. That's enough to shoot somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you're like, we're not like the number of bullets doesn't matter. One bullet is too many bullets. I don't know where that bullet went. I I love guns. Guns are a blast. People should own guns. That's fine. I feel like this is the situation should, where there should be some control on this stuff, right? <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe like open carry, concealed carry, carrying a gun in your uh, in your car, not the best. Maybe, maybe gun- that's where the test should come into play, right? God, Jesus Christ, idiots! Just the and worst. her thought is, I'm going to go into my glove box and get my gun too, right? Like, got my gat right here. Mine would be, I'm stepping on the gas and going super fast and getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, also, the guy who had already pulled the gun waited, like, let, gave her a chance to, ar- like, get her gun out. I feel like this was also one of those situations where he's like, I'm a big boy. But then he shot a couple times. But didn't she get it out and then he shot? Yeah, yeah. He didn't shoot until I'm she also had a gun. he was just kind of doing that, oh, oh look at that. And then, and then he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gun. I'm scared now. I'm going to shoot. Yeah, what is he? You said he was like 21. 22. 22. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, okay. Like, just. Uh, probably one of those, like, that's probably in Fast and the Furious where they just set the gun on the side of the car like that. I don't think that's in Fast and the Furious. Well, that, at all. I just assumed it'd be a, something that would be in there, but you know what I'm talking that's about. That's in. Right? I think. I think that's in um, Gone in sixty seconds. Could be um, the uh, Nicolas Cage masterpiece. I think it's also in Goodwill Hunting. It is a masterpiece. Well, either way, Bernie idiots. Mac's in that film too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. yeah. Oh man, fantastic! Uh, discussion time. Oh, we have the best discussion. Uh, well, it's gonna be fine. It's not the best discussion. I mean, I don't think any of us are really candy people. Are We're we? not candy people. I'm a, um, I'm a fan of I think, Reese's. Well, last time we did a, a sweet-based um, tasting, uh, Matt threw up. Yeah, so, that was juice boxes, though. That's true. Yeah. And you drank a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we bought... Uh, so we were going to talk about uh, specifically Easter bunnies, uh, but... Uh, because of the whole um, it being deer, deer thing and right. Easter today, like yeah. I didn't, like I was gonna go <laughs> yesterday and try to find the candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out that didn't happen. But yeah. it's okay. There's there's a Reese's egg yep. because everybody knows that bunnies lay eggs because Easter. Yes, yes. So. so we have uh, going across. We have a Reese's peanut butter egg. We have a, a Zachary uh, solid chocolate or milk chocolate bunny. Uh, we have a uh, Keebler bunny cookie. Uh, we have a Russell Stover uh, dark chocolate bunny. I thought it was Stover. I didn't realize it's Stover. Yeah. Um, and then we have a Lint solid chocolate bunny. So we're gonna determine which is the best. Uh, we were unable to find one of the shitty hollow bunnies. You oh. know the ones with like the painted on eyeball. Yeah, that's always broken for some reason. Yep. <laughs> well, all right. Start. So all right. So we're opening up the Zachary right now. Uh, it comes in. Oh, me? So okay. all of these come in just way too we're much going, packaging. We're going, like, cheapest to most expensive, right? Yeah, I think so. This so, was your dollar one? Yep. Yeah, this was, like, a buck something. I suppose I should have saved the receipt. It's got a bunny picture on Ooh, it. Ooh, all right, bunny picture. But can we talk about just for, for a second? Why do all of these have just so much fucking packaging? Yeah, I'm assuming that's so the the bunny doesn't break. <laughs> but it like really you worked. Said, the hollow bunnies always break. The ho- and so did the Keebler bunny. Like I looked at all of the Keebler bunnies that they had. How and they much were do all you guys broken. actually want? Uh, I don't know. Give me like uh, that. Sounds good. Yeah, that should be good enough. This is gonna be a lot of chocolate. Otherwise, if it's more. Yeah. Than well, you know, we have leftover chocolate. You got so no leftover ears, chocolate. bunny. 
All right. Uh, yeah. So it comes uh, in cardboard with plastic and then wrapped in foil. But like, it's it's a bunch of cheap packaging. So dollar bunny. Got some nice shavings here. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not a bad milk chocolate. It's very sweet. I've definitely had this before. I have too. It's uh, bringing up uh, childhood. Yep. I'm thinking of an Easter basket I got from my great grandparents. Um, that had the uh, you remember the the movie Indian in the cupboard? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, in that Easter basket, it had one of these bunnies. Uh, not in the not in the thing. It was just wrapped in the foil. Because uh, my grandma would take it out of the box and just put the foil in there because it would fit in the basket better. And then it had um, a replica of the key that goes in the cupboard. And then I ran around the house. <laughs> I did have that. Now that you say that. <laughs> I, ran around I remember the- that. <laughs> I ran around the house trying to figure out where it would go in so I could yeah. make my toys come to life. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, so it's like a, a, a cheap, but it's all right. Like for, Especially for a dollar, it's like, it's an all right milk chocolate. It's kind of grainy. It is. Yeah, but like that's, I mean, it's not going to be amazing for a, a I dollar. personally love milk chocolate. I've never been a dark chocolate fan. Really. See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dark chocolate guy. Mm. Um, I like yeah. dark chocolate if it's like sea salt and stuff on it. Mm, yeah. But the salty. Uh, do you guys want the dark chocolate or the cookie? Um, I think the dark chocolate was cheaper, so we're just going to dive right into the oh, dark yeah, chocolate. Yeah, because you're, you're paying for the Keebler name on that one. Yep. Um, yeah, so the dark chocolate, no foil wrapper. No. Still got the bunny printed on it. Yep, and then it, it's not the clear plastic. It's the um, the really the, loud one. The, the medicine plastic. Yeah, that's that's the word for it. <laughs> it's not as like it's not as thick as the other one either. Yeah, the this this part is the head up here is pretty tiny, but so not only is it dark chocolate, it's a cheap dark chocolate. So well, I'm not that, that excited. That cuts way. Uh, it's a little bit more crumbly than the other one. It seems to snap more than cut, but I suppose because it's it, there's not the the milk sugar in there to. Oh yeah, that piece just crumbled in my hand. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> yeah, we are uh, we're talking like chocolatiers right now. We know fuck all what we're talking about. It's melting in my hand, not in my mouth. Oh, it's way softer. It's way sweeter than dark chocolate. Yeah, I wouldn't is. call that dark chocolate at all. Whoa, whoa, no. no. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's dark milk chocolate. Oh. <laughs> That's nasty. I don't like that I one. I wouldn't say it's nasty, but it's definitely you know not what dark it is? chocolate. It's like a candy bar made out of cocoa powder. No, because it's way too sweet. Cocoa powder does it doesn't have a sweetness. No, I'm sorry, not not cocoa powder. I'm, I should be, be clarify. Uh, like the uh, the oh oh the hot chocolate powder. Hot chocolate powder. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what. Like uh, alpha. Yeah. No, you're right. Swiss this ha- this tastes like Swiss Miss. Yeah. This is a Swiss Miss bar. <laughs> it literally just tastes like is Swiss Russell Miss. Russell Stover, the name behind Swiss Miss. <laughs> I, I think that's Nestle. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, yeah they, that they, tastes exactly like Christmas. Been around since 1923, that name for sure, yeah. No, that's okay. Like, uh, sometimes a Swiss Miss flavors. Oh, wow. For. So uh, this no longer oh, tastes yeah, like I chocolate. about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah from, from eating chocolate <laughs> to drinking that, yep. All right, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to go to the bunny cookie. Um, it is dipped in fudge, so it's a Keebler cookie. Um, all of them were broken. Oh, I believe it. It's a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Wait, all right. So it's in plastic, or it's it's in cardboard, in a like plastic wrapper. A plastic wrapper in a plastic tray. Well, I suppose we're we- killing the planet one Easter I at a time. The bunny. I mean, this one. I guess we can just go fucking. I hope it tastes. This, like so a- this one right. is is one that I'm most excited about because I love a Keebler cookie. Um. Chocolate's a little uneven on it. Yeah, it's so it's the uh, it's like the shortbread cookie. It lies. It's dipped like it looks like it's gonna be that thick, but yep. then it's only yeah. It did say dipped. I know, but it looks like it's gonna be like thick, kind of like that. But uh, so I, so far this is the best one for me because it has the the right like sweet to savory ratio. This would be good dipped in milk. Yeah, this is a, a solid dip it in your beer. This is a solid cookie. All right. I've had my share of like chocolate dipped cookies that were inexpensive, and you know I would say. It's All right, so we we have we have two left uh, so far, Carlos. What is your favorite? You know I gotta say the bunny cookie is my favorite, just because like it's a solid cookie, milk chocolate. I'm going with the bunny cookie. All right, now we have 
the Reese's egg. And we're all kind of worried about the, uh, so, oh, wow, this is the most intense packaging of them all. <laughs> it's in, like, a hard candy shell, because Reese's like ain't fucking. figures back in the day. Yeah, Reese's ain't fucking around. They're like, if you're going to get this egg, Holy you're going to get shit, the egg. Holy shit, that's heavy. Feel how heavy that thing is. Jesus, this is, like, half a pound. But what you were trying to say. Six ounces. What you're trying to say there is, uh, yeah, the the peanut butter ratio in there, because we're used to the normal eggs, and they're my favorite holiday thing, the Christmas trees and the eggs, they're the best, but this is just huge. But this has, it has such a big, like... I've had a Reese's... Yeah, let's let's get some center sections out of this, so we really get, like... Just the the most... the show. Ooh. Ooh. That's a... For an audio-only podcast, (laughs) that works really well. That's the... Because, like, the ends are going to be more like your regular Reese's, right? Yeah. But you get these center cuts, and it's so much. <laughs> well, I'm going to shove this entire thing in my mouth, I guess. <laughs> you don't have to. This is so much peanut butter. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I, for- no. I forgot how terrible Reese's peanut butter was. It's only good in this. I remember I bought some Reese's peanut butter back in the day. and like, Oh, my God. There's so much peanut butter. <laughs> it isn't good. It's too much peanut butter. Now we got an appropriate size, egg. I still do big. <laughs> it's it's a lot to eat. Mm. Like, that, this is my problem with... So, I'm fine. Like, I like the, the Reese's, the big cups. Those are, are solid because there's a lot of peanut butter. But I eat one of them, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. And they come with two of them, and that's... That's too much. So, also, like, so you hit this, and, like, there's so much peanut butter in there, right? Yeah. But then, like, the corners, like, the corners of the egg, because it's flat on the bottom, they there's almost, like, too much chocolate. Yeah. Because, like, you have this, like, thin shell around it, and, like, it, the entire thing's uneven. It just doesn't That's work. Wild. That doesn't even taste like, like actual peanut butter cups, really. Like, just... No, it tastes like diabetes. <laughs> yeah. I'm Wilford Brimley. I got diabetes. All right. Now we have the most expensive one uh, is the lint uh, because lint chocolate is fucking delicious. This, this is, is a gold bunny. It says it's imported too. This this is a bunny rabbit that's in gold foil. Yeah. Oh, pure Belgian chocolate. Has this little collar around it. Yeah, there, this says uh, not suitable for children under three because the ribbon poses a choking hazard. Not the foil, just the ribbon. Just the, I mean, <laughs> the so, ribbon, like, that makes sense. So as far as packaging, I'm going to say I hate foil packaging. I think this packaging is better than the rest of this shit. Because, so, I mean, we had uh, cardboard be, and plastic and foil. This, no, they're just, they're just have their product out in foil. Yeah, so my, like, my, foil. my issue with it is the fact that, like, the, with, like, foil like and that. How many ounces of chocolate is that? Seven, did I say? I think so, yeah. Yep. So it is weighs this, about the same amount of chocolate. But it's hollow in the inside, so. Oh, is it? Okay. It's a pain to get the, the foil off some of these. I know. I was going to try and do it nicely. I think you just have to rip it. I'm not going to rip it. Well, you better rip it because we gotta. We got some ASMR happening now, so that's fine. This is Sierra's favorite part of the show. <laughs> Cut those ears off, that fucker! <laughs> oh, I should have gotten you. Oh, very hollow. Yeah, that's probably good. All right, let's see how uh, this is. I don't know if I've had this chocolate before. I love the the. the they do the circles with like this truffle thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mmm, that's really good chocolate. Yeah, if this was a dark chocolate one, then this would actually taste like dark chocolate. Yeah, it's milk chocolate, but mm-hmm. it's the best milk chocolate we've had. Yep, that tastes like real milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's probably worth the ten dollars. It's creamy. Absolutely, it's creamy. It doesn't have that graininess that the first oh, one had. That's nice. Yeah, that, that's nice. It actually tastes like chocolate. Like, <laughs> God damn it, that's really good. <laughs> but I think I'm done with chocolate for now. <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, figure out, like, some desserts to, like, melt some shit, some chocolate down into. And <laughs> I'm glad that we're just, like, we're in the perfect time. To, like, we could just, like, make hot chocolate now that it's springtime. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, got the thing of the bar. So I went to um, I went I went to a lint um, place in Brussels while I was there. Eighteen forty-five. I've been around for a minute. Um, 
they were like they their big thing was they were doing like Belgian uh, hot chocolate. Ooh, okay. and it was basically just literally just melted chocolate and milk. Yeah, <laughs> like here you go. Here's the thickest. Like Willy Wonka. It was so good, but I felt so terrible after. Like I don't do well with sugar, and I just like. Ugh. Matt has his own little like he's like lining it up. He's gonna snort some chocolate shavings. Yeah, now you can try it all together. I'm gonna pass on that. I'm excited. All right, Carlos, what was your favorite? What what, what is your recommendation? Look at to the shove cookie in the- crumbles in there. Ooh. So the lint was good, but the problem was it was ten dollars, and like as good as the chocolate was, I think you're better off with the Keebler. Like for price wise, like just get a fucking Keebler bunny cookie. That's like that's pretty solid right there. I don't know, I'd say that $10, though, it's also last me, like, three like, weeks. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that's the thing, also, is that that's too much chocolate. I still have Easter candy left over from last year. <laughs> you have the Because I got three bags of jelly beans. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like, I'll get high and just eat, like, a handful <laughs> of jelly beans. <laughs> that's, that's my one test. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to say the Keebler one. I think... It's what was, what was the biggest disappointment? Uh, that was I, well. I can't say the Reese's was a disappointment because that's what I expected. I've yeah, had right? I've had giant. So I had bought like there was a for Christmas or whatever. There was this giant. There was a Reese's thing, a Reese's cup, but it was massive. And I had I bought it. So like, well, I gotta do this. I gotta try it. And it was too much. And I knew it was too the much. The only way, I, I can't even picture myself, like, biting into that. that just, no. That, that's so cringeworthy to me. But cutting it, yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> so so, I, so I, I see that shape, and I want, like, Reese's to do, like, a Halloween beetle or something. Oh, like, yeah. like the Reese's stink bug. Or, like. Or if the mummy came out again. Or a bee. scarab. Right. Or the next Lion King tie-in. Mm-hmm. It's the Hakuna Matata Reese's. I'm having flashbacks from childhood that they probably did do something like they that. May, they, they may have. Or we're just, like, writing it into our heads like Shaq's Shazam movie. Yep. Mandela effect. Yep. Uh, I would say, yeah, disappointment was that dark chocolate totally for me. Uh, and then your favorite? Uh, the lint was my favorite, but I now that having all this chocolate, that the cookie kind of helped break so it up. so much better. The cookie helped break it up, yeah. Yeah, like, the the cookie kind of came out as, like, a surprise top for me, too. Um, the lint uh, is absolutely the best chocolate that we had. Um, I think I'd rather have the truffles than the bunny. Yeah, yeah then it's just your nice, appropriate size. Yeah, well, and, and you get, like, the nuts in there with the, with the textural change. Um, yeah, the biggest disappointment was that dark chocolate because that was not dark chocolate. <laughs> not at all. I don't know what demon bullshit that was. It's because kids will never know. Yeah, I know. Uh, why is this? God damn it. What'd you do now? Well, um, when I was getting ready to play the outro music, it decided that it wanted to restart and install updates. We haven't done this in like a hundred episodes, guys. You gotta keep going. We're doing that. Do it. Do Keep doing your thing. I'll do my thing. It'll work. No, this isn't how this. We'll fix it in post. All right, guys. Well, if you enjoyed the episode, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas, or have you go ahead, just an email at feedback at blindindustudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindindustudios. You can follow us on Instagram at blindindustudios. And I'll see you guys next week. Ha, ha, ha.